Peace, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Vital Hoops Podcast. My name is Fernando Cardenas, aka International XB, and I am your host. This is episode number 20. Now, you already know we always have very special guests over here on Vital Hoops, on the Vital Hoops Podcast. But today's guest is extremely special. Today's guest is a visionary. He's a social activist. He's been a social activist for over 25 years, working in the community, working for our people, community organizations. He worked in the entertainment business. He's a culture builder. He's a real hip hopper. He represents the culture the way it needs to be represented. And he's mentored many youth throughout the years. He is always innovating, Cherry Street Farm, Hip Hop is Green, and the 10th element of hip hop. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Tucker. Keith, how you doing, my brother? Welcome to the Vital Hoops podcast. I'm excited to be here, man. It's an honor to have you, man. I'm glad you're here. You know what I mean? I've been following your work and everything for a while. Um, and uh, and it's, it's dope, man. It's an honor to have you on the show. Man, it's an honor to be here, and um, um, it's an honor just to do the work. You know, no what I mean? do the work. No doubt, I know, I know it is for you, my brother. So, listen, before we get into you know what we're here for, <laughs> you know, I want to talk a little bit about you know basketball with you, man, because I know yeah. you know I want to know a little bit about you. How is are you? You know, because I know I've 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 you know read some things about you supporting. You know the the Seattle Storm and everything, and I know mm-hmm. so I know you you enjoy the game of basketball, man. So do you have a past in the game? You ever played or what's up? <laughs> Tell me a little bit. Listen, man. The reason why I came on your show was because you were uh, were talking about basketball, right? Okay. That was my first reason because um, a lot of people don't know, man, that um, playing basketball was my first love. Wow. Um, like from. I don't know how old I was when I started, but it had to be like six, seven years old mm-hmm. playing basketball. And um, I just l- fell in love with the game. And so um, I was serious, man. Like, um, you know, I wanted to be in the pro basketball league and the NBA. Wow. And, you know, I, I played in the uh, in the 70s and 80s. So, you know, uh-huh. I, <laughs> that was a long time ago. But, you know, okay. I remember my first um my first uh, people that I loved, man, was the Seattle Sonics, man, when we had the Sonics here. And I was a wow. big fan of Gus Williams and Dennis, uh, uh, what's Dennis's last name? I don't remember, but Gus Williams and, and Jack Sigma and the, the wow. Sonics and that whole team that won the NBA championship there. And man, you know, I, Listen, I, just, I followed, I followed Sean Kemp and Gary Payton for a while. Man. Yeah, I, man. I love them dudes. Kemp, Gary I love them dudes. Payton, telling you, man, yeah. that like, Seattle has so many different people that have come into the league, man, that has done so many, like Nate Robinson and Jamal wow, Crawford. Yeah. No doubt. You know, a lot of people, man. Yeah, I know, so, and I know it's a basketball city. They love the game out there. Yeah, man. Like, uh, that's all we do, you know, all day in the summer, you know, uh-huh. when it's not, sometimes even when it's raining, we're right. out there, you know, playing hoop, man. So, you know, that's where I started just, you know, every day on the court playing hoop, man. And then, you know, got into organized basketball. And then I played uh-huh. in California as well, too. Um, the, the thing that really stopped my basketball career was mm-hmm. me. 
You okay. know, um, I I had one foot on the court and one foot in the streets. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I know, I know. That one foot in the streets, man, was was was. You can't be one foot on the court and one foot in the, in the streets if you're really trying to yeah. do something with your career. It's got to be all in, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's really what kind of derailed me from uh, playing. But I still played after high school and, and all of that stuff into, nice. you know, and, and and yeah, man, until I got a, 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 a an Achilles tear, you know, oh. and then I was out for a minute with that. But I came back from that, you know what I mean? So it's just nice. on and on. That's tough. I'm an athlete, man. Nice, nice. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of brothers, you know, lose miss out on opportunities, you know, with the game because of you know the streets and whatnot. You know, just going other ways because of, sometimes because of necessity or you know they don't have the right leadership around them. You know how it is. Yeah, but um, it's, you know, the, your environment that mm -hmm. uh, you're in and and who you hang out with and all of that stuff, man. I started, you know with that one foot in the street thing, man, when I was like 13 years old, man, you mm -hmm. know, that's just the environment I lived in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, um, I'm just thankful that, you know, um, I'm still here, you know, and, um, RIP to the, uh, a lot of people that we lost that didn't make it through, you oh, know, no. the crack, crack era and all that time that I lived through. So yeah, yeah. serious times, man. No doubt. RIP. <laughs> mm -hmm. Listen, um, any hope of of the the Seattle SuperSonics coming back, man? <laughs> you know what, man. Um, so right now is probably the best chance that we've ever seen for the C, uh, the the Sonics to come back. We got a mayor, Bruce Harrell. Shout out to Bruce Harrell, mm -hmm. who grew up in the central area where black people come from in, in Seattle. He went to Garfield High School, which is the number one black school. Uh, wow. Was what number one black school in in Seattle and played for the um played for the Huskies as well too. So he's you know he's really serious okay. about bringing the Sonics back. We got a new uh, a new uh, stadium and a new place, uh, Climate Pledge Arena, which is brand new, state of the art, all that. So everything Beautiful. is there for you know for it to happen. So um you know I know Gary Payton's involved in in trying to make make something happen and Sean That's Kemp. Dope. Well, and so you know, yeah, those those people. I hope that I, I hope and pray they do. And if they do, I'm I'm season ticket all the way. I don't. Care. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, man. <laughs> I hear you. And 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 uh, hopefully, uh, well, I know the Seattle Storm are they're, they're a great oh. they're a great team, man. They we do have like four championships, don't they? Four championships, wow. man. Like no joke here, man. Yeah. Like for real, you know, um, Sue Bird. The legend, you know uh -huh. what I mean? Yeah. Right Re here, man. And so it, it's just, um, it's a basketball town, man. It for is, real. It is. That's um, so we love, uh, we love our hoops and, uh, um, you know, and it's, it's, I, I'm just hoping that the, the Sonics come back, man, because no nobody wants to be driving down to Portland <laughs> to check out the games, man. So, you know, that's, that's the only option we got right now. I feel you, man. Shout out to Damian Lillard, though, but yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. That boy is a killer. He's from Oakland, man. You he's know, I went. Uh, and, and he's and he's plant based, ain't he? Isn't he yeah, plant based? Yeah, too? Or, plant yeah, based yeah, too, yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. So when I was uh, um, playing hoop, man, I I moved from Seattle to uh, the Bay Area. You know, uh -huh. and so I played all of those Oakland dudes, man, and and the Bay Area dudes uh, down there, man. So that was a really good experience for me to get out of Seattle and, and play. Sure 
in another area. So that was really cool just to see how, you know, my skills landed up with them. So mm -hmm. I did pretty well, man. I mean, the first day I came there, um, I got on the court and, uh, you know, was lighting them up. Uh -huh. Somebody tried to elbow me and we got in a fight. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> it's your type of game. Yeah, this is going to no be doubt. awesome. I can't <laughs> wait. This is awesome. So, yeah. That's what's up. All right. That's what's up, man. So, listen, man. So, let's talk a little bit about it. You know, so you went from, you know, playing ball to the streets to, you know, everything a young brother goes through. Yeah. But talk to me a little bit about your plant-based journey. How did you, how did that, be, how did that all begin? How did you get into that? And yeah. then talk to me about how that, you know, came to how, you know, Hip Hop is Green, Hip, hip Hop is Green came into life. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I right around when I was playing basketball in Oakland, right around that time, man, that was when um, hip hop was really being birthed. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so we got the early, you know, late 70s, early 80s when the birth of hip hop was really happening. It goes back to 73, but really for everybody, when Sugar Hill Gang came out in 79, that's when right. really everything started, was on and popping from there. So I'm just saying that because hip hop has always been a part of my life, you know, mm. from when I was a little kid. So I've always been a part of the founding, you know, members and, and, you know, all of the different legends and pioneers that founded hip hop. Right. 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 So my line, my life was a total, you know, parallel to, to hip hop culture. So I lived it and, uh, and, and ate it up. So by the time, um, the two thousands came, um, I was, uh, working with young people and had, you know, I was an activist in the community, right. Okay. Been an activist for many years. Um, you know, the, I don't, I don't know if people know, but the second chapter of the black Panthers was founded here in Seattle. So wow, okay, uh, that's interesting, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the whole story. Elmer, uh, shout out to Elmer and uh, Aaron Dixon, the Dixon brothers. They were the mm -hmm. people who founded the Black Panthers here in Seattle. A wow. lot of us first generation hip hoppers are, you know, born and raised and taught and mentored by the Black Panthers. So yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, so that's where we get activism <clears throat> part, you know, from is the civil mm -hmm. rights and, and Black Panther and Black Power movements and all of that stuff. So that was ingrained into me really once I woke up out of uh, being involved in, in drugs and the streets and all of that stuff, right? So now, you know, I find myself working with my community, giving mm -hmm. back to the community and trying to do as much as I, I possibly can to not only help the community, but find my purpose as well too, you know? And so I gravitated towards that kind of work. Mm. And so um, in the 2000s uh, or actually, yeah, about 2000, that's when uh, hip hop kind of came back to me and I kind of got involved in hip hop a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, I was on the Up and Smoke tour with Snoop and Dre and, uh, oh. and I went to 13 cities with them and, Man, I remember that tour like it was yesterday. I was a fan of that. My cousin and I, we were rewinding okay. the tape, watching that all day. <laughs> yeah, Ice Cube came out the stage in the big Ice Cube. So. Yeah, man, that was a dope tour, man. Up and um, yeah, Up and Smoke. All everybody was on it. So mm. you know, man, um, that was a a a really good tour, and people knew me at that time because I used to sell the two way pagers. Okay. So I always had a hustle, man. You know, I was like the two-way pager dude of the rap industry. Like right. everybody had a two-way pager for me. <laughs> and 
you know, I had the hookup here in Seattle. I took the market from $25 a, a pager all the way up to $400 a pager. So, and I was getting them for free. So, you know, the wow. profit margin on that was crazy. Hmm. And, um, you know, I built a network all around the country while I was on the Up and Smoke tour. I would find a hustle dude in the city and say, hey, you want to make some money slinging these pagers? Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Got a whole network. And I started selling them nationally, man. That's crazy, you know? man. Yeah, man. So that's how hip hop really came back to me on a business level. You know what mm. I mean? And um, I just started rolling from there. I was working with nonprofit organizations. I had my own nonprofit organization at that time. It was under a different name, but it was basically trying to mentor young kids that um, like me that were having issues in school or in the streets or whatever. You know what I mean? It was an organization like that. Somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, man, um, KRS-One is coming to town and I'm having trouble reaching him, man. Can you help me out? You know what I mean? And so I reached out to uh, KRS and um, was able to negotiate the deal and got him to uh, perform with this guy. And also, you know, on the side, I was like, man, why don't you come and speak to some of the kids that I work with at this school, you know, alternative school. Right. He came through, you know what I mean? Wow. And um, that was the first time we met. Uh -huh. And he brought the hip hop declaration of peace and people don't know what that document is, but, you know, it was founded in 2001 on May 16th mm -hmm. and it gives 18 principles which guide hip hop culture and uh, it's a really uh, famous documentary. I wish it would get more press and, and more study and yeah. more, you know, in the colleges and universities and all that stuff, man, because it's a you great know, document. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it is, man. And, and, you know, we always give uh, energy to things in hip hop that are not necessarily positive for us. We give so much energy to that stuff, man. Yeah. And then when uh, it comes to giving energy to something that can uplift us and that's positive, the press ain't there. The hip hop people exactly. don't be yeah, there. Some of them, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot wrong. You know, like we, we refer to. We refer to commercial rap music as hip hop all the time also, you know what I mean? So that doesn't do service to the culture, you know what I mean? So all the negative aspects, like the degrading of women, the promoting of, of using drugs all the time and all this, like, so people view that as hip hop, you know, and that's not, that's not what it is, you know? Yeah, so. that's just rap music. That's the yeah. rap music industry. <clears throat> so yeah, that's different than the culture. And, and we have to always delineate that like you know you got hip-hop culture over here and then you got the rap music industry that's totally different but mm -hmm. yes it's still part of the culture but it's yeah. not the whole thing exactly. so and 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 you know after meeting krs and and creating a relationship with him and learning from him you know um we're peers you know because i'm the same age as him so i'm not you know it's 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 a good relationship that we had as friends you know, and I, I respect him as the teacher and I learned a lot from him and he learned things from me. So um, we had that relationship. And then um, I had been talking about hip hop culture on uh, radio shows and stuff like that. And here in Seattle, I was on a local radio show and we had conversation. And for some reason, the the lady that ran the local radio show didn't want the show anymore or whatever. And they called me up and it's like, hey, we got this slot open. You want your own radio show? And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I can. I think I can do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, I found myself on 11:50 a.m. KKNW man with the Keith Tucker show. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. So um, I devoted my show uh, at that time to just educating people about hip hop culture. Nice. Right. And learning and using the hip hop declaration of peace as a guide uh, mm-hmm. when, for my show, because nobody had ever on radio dissected that document and talked right, about right. it and all that stuff. So I produced a, a series called Hip Hop Beyond Rap where we uh, dissected the nine, the then nine elements of hip hop culture. Uh-huh. And so every week I would bring in an expert to talk about each element of hip hop so culture. Yeah, and, and then we, we had legends and pioneers and all kind of people come on that show, man. It was just, you know, Chuck D, Big Daddy Kane. I could just Melly Mel. I can just go on and on with the legends and pioneers that came in. Shout out to uh, Shah Rock, the first uh, um, female M- MC, MC in yeah. the world. Shout Ooh. out to her. She came through. So, That's you nice. know, it, it was it was a, 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 a great experience for me, man. So uh-huh. that was the diving board that created um, the energy that that created hip hop is green the keith tucker show you know um oh, so I, like, like i did that for um almost two years and you know um one day i think i was um either oh so it was um public enemy was coming to town one mm-hmm. of my buddies that um was the, is the manager for sir mix a lot Okay. Shout out to Ricardo. Uh, Ricardo, he uh, hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, they're coming to town." I'm like, "Well, why don't we do a welcome to Seattle dinner for Public Enemy?" You know what I'm saying? So we put that together, and then we found out that a lot of them were vegetarian, and I didn't know that. Like, that was the first time I was like, "Damn, man! Like, really?" So you weren't, yeah, you weren't a vegan no. or vegetarian? No, okay. no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I had cut out pork. I cut out, you know, uh, um. Um, eating salt. I was kind of be, uh, I thought at the time, conscious. Going to a healthy path. Yeah, yeah, to healthy. Because I, I had started martial arts in uh, in 94. And uh, so I was uh, in, in you know, jogging and working out and, you know, doing all that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by that time when, when I had my show, shoot, now it's 2007, you know, so I had been doing it for a while. Okay. So, so, yeah, so when they said that, that it just... I just put a check mark in the back of my head, like, oh, okay, yeah, wow, I've never heard about that before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and then I met Stick and M1 of Dead Prez. I met them like in 2003, um, you know, and we formed a, a really cool relationship every time they came to Seattle or when I was in another city, I would hook up with them. And they came to town and took me to a vegan Jamaican restaurant. And wow. You know what I'm saying? And that's the first time I ever been to like a black Jamaican vegan spot. You know what I mean? I ate the food. I tell. Yeah, man. (laughs) I was blown away, man. I was like, oh, the seasonings and the spices. And yeah, this this is what I like right here. Plantains and all of that. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. So I created an idea in my head from that. And I was like, man, I want to interview people in hip hop that are vegan. Like, that's a thing. So I started researching that stuff, like Mm -hmm. finding out everybody in hip hop and putting my show together and making the connection between how we eat and our health and diabetes, cancer, heart attack, stroke and Mm -hmm. all the. I mean, I did an intensive 
search and, and all that, man. Come to find out, man, that um, the all the research basically led me to not really producing a radio show, but actually wanting to do a documentary on the whole subject. Wow. And so I actually left radio and started working on this documentary that I was doing. Right. Um, and through that documentary, although it didn't happen, it opened up the door for me to hold the first ever hip hop is green dinner. Mm. You know, because my goal with the documentary, because I, I had to raise like four or five million dollars. And, mm. you know, every venture that you do is a lesson for something else, even though I didn't yeah. raise money it still taught me so many things, man, that I use mm -hmm. now, you know, um, and it opened up the gate for, um, you know, me to do those hip hop green dinners. So nice. it was like um, the end result of, of me, like, like I was like, okay, I want to do this film and I want to show people what happens when I go on a vegan diet for the first time. Okay. Right. So I was like, I'm not vegan, um, but I've tried the food. I'm going to go vegan. I'm have you guys watch me lose weight, get in shape, go so, vegan, interview people in hip hop that are vegan, all this stuff I was going to do, yes. man. Yeah. The film was man, called. That's, that's go ahead. That, that film, man. That That's a, <laughs> I want to see that, man. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was it called? What was it called? Pursuit of a green planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pursuit nice. of a green planet. And so uh, um, the end result, like uh, to me, in my mind, I was like, okay, what's the end result do you want from this, Keith? Like, what do you want to get out of it? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, to myself, I was like, I want to educate the community about plant-based foods. And ultimately, I want them to try plant-based foods. Mm -hmm. You know, after you watch this film, go try some plant-based foods and, and start getting into health and wellness and all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. obviously, you know, you want them film to make money and promote what, your brand, whatever you're doing and all that stuff. But the most important thing to me was young people in the community getting turned on to health and wellness, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, damn, man, like I can spend $4 million on this film and do all of this stuff, which I'm not having success with, or I can do these hip hop green dinners and actually get to the end result right now. Mm -hmm. Like I can put food in kids' mouths mm -hmm. right now. Wow. and change their lives with the food right now <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 we held the first uh uh hip-hop green dinner we called them hip-hop green dinner so it okay. was no hip-hop is green yeah, yeah it was just the, the green, was dinner. green dinner yeah. and i just called some of my people that i knew that was vegan and hip-hop and i said hey man come you know perform in my event and i got some speakers and performers and then we got the food lined up and we served the, the first vegan meal to young people. We had about 150 people there, man. Wow. And this That's is like, you got to think. That's a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did everything in 22 days. And my partner was like, dude, man, like, Sorry. just call it off, man. Like, you got to raise the money. You got to get the venue. You got to get the people. You got to do all this. You got to promote. I was like, man, how? he's like, you can't do that in 22 days. And I was like, I bet you I can. I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> And so, uh, um, you know, did my magic, man, and got all the people there. And the event was, it was, I was real nervous because it's not like what it is now today. Like mainly a, a lot of people know about veganism. There's all yeah. these projects. It's a mainstream thing now. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like back in 2009, man, you know, especially black folks, 
you know, we yeah. wasn't thinking none about veganism, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Know about it. So the nervousness was there because I was like, okay, what if we serve this vegan food? The kids, tr you know, try it. A couple of them don't like it. And they're like, oh man, this stuff is nasty. Yeah. And then nasty travels around the event. Yeah, you believe that rap? Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking like uh, the worst, you know, <laughs> but honestly man we served them the food we had the performances and they really loved the food That's nice. and they were like wow i don't feel like that big you know heaviness in my stomach and it feels like light and fresh and the, the spices you know all that stuff came together and i was like and there and there was a real tangible energy in the room when we did the uh the hip-hop green dinner okay that's what I really noticed, man. I noticed that what I call now, and I didn't know it then, but I call it now the epiphany moment. Okay. So the epiphany moment is when you come to realize something for the first time and it changes your life forever. Mm. That's the epiphany moment. That's deep, man. Yeah. And I didn't know, but I felt it. Okay. that a lot of epiphany moments was happening in this room that I was in because of hip hop uh -huh. and vegan food. Yeah. 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 So the right? energy was, the energy was deep. It was deep, man. It was deep. And, you know, so I was like, this is something that I'm really going to do. I'm going to put, I'm going to put some effort into this. I'm uh -huh. really going to put some effort to, to grow this thing. So um, after that, I did one in Portland mm -hmm. uh, and we had 600 people in that, at that one. So it started growing. Mm -hmm. I think my budget was like 3000 for the first one. Now my budget's up to 8,000 for the, um, for the, uh, the second one I did. Mm -hmm. Then I did another one in Oakland. I think my budget was 10,000 for the one I did in Oakland. And that Oakland one was crazy. I got a story about every green dinner we ever did, but that Oakland one really, yeah, really tested me mm -hmm. because the school was in the hood mm -hmm. and it was it was just full of young kids whose parents was basically on crack wow. that's what i could basically say i walked in there the first day yeah. man and it was like fighting fighting i was in the office with the principal and a, she was just dealing with problems mm. got a conference here fight here there there i mean like there was no learning going on. And mm -hmm. I was like, how can you, do, I mean, how are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how is this happening? And so once we did the dinner, it was interesting because she's like, Keith, listen, I got to feed the kids um, their lunch because, you know, they may not get a meal when they go home. So we got to make sure that they get some food. You know what I mean? Okay. And I went in the lunchroom and I seen what they was eating, man. It was all sugar and fat and carbs. Mm -hmm. That's all it was, man. I was That's like, nah. be as cool, man. Be cool. Yeah. I was like, man, this is not going to be cool, man. And so anyway, um, they ate that meal and they was bouncing off the walls by the time we were doing our hip hop green dinner. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I went up on the stage. This is the first time I ever experienced that. I went up on the stage and them kids weren't even listening to me. They weren't even concerned about nothing I was saying or any, uh, uh, nothing. So I was like, you know, and I had the performers there and I had some doctors. I had all kind of stuff happening, right? Right. And the food was sitting there and I was like, you know what, man? Let's just serve the food. 
this is certain food, this is certain food, this is certain food. So they came up, they got the food. And, you know, when I was up there first, it was so loud in there. They couldn't, I couldn't even hear anything. Hmm. And once they started eating the food, you could actually hear the decimals come down. And the energy started coming down. And they started mellowing out. It was like, when they say food is medicine. Right. It's what I, and me and my buddy and he, a shell, that's the first time I met a shell. Um, shout out to a shell Sons. He's the first rapper that put out a all um, sustainable vegan uh, hip hop album in history. Word? Uh, yeah, man. A shell Sons. Shout out to him, man. What's Earth, the name of that? I need to check that out. It's called earth amplified. Okay. Earth, earth amplified. He got a song on there called food fight. And a whole bunch of others. Um, but he was the first person that that came and gravitated towards what I was doing. And so um, we both looked at each other and was like, I was like, man, get on the stage and start rapping, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he got on the stage and started doing his thing. And we were able to successfully complete the dinner. And wow. that's the first time I was like, man, food actually changes people's, you know, uh, yeah. brain waves when they eat it. You know what I mean? I saw it happen for real with a whole auditorium of kids. Yeah, that's crazy. So long story short, man, um, now we're into like 2015 and I've done green dinners and I know how to do it. I've assembled a team. Stick and M1 are working with me. You know, I I got a little team of people, man. I'm like, okay, how can I take this further? What can Mm -hmm. I do? And I was like, well, damn, man, you know, why don't we just have like a plant-based tour? where we go around the whole country doing this. You know what I mean? I raised about 150 grand, went on eight, we went to eight cities. Uh um, And that's where people started knowing, you know, us, you know, nationally. Every time we went to a city, we'd have people come there, hey man, I'm a rapper uh, or I'm a break dancer or, you know, I do graffiti, whatever element you're doing. And I'm, and I'm a vegan too. And I'm in the health and wellness or, or I'm an organic farmer. You know what I'm saying? Dope, dope, dope. Did did you travel with some artists at all? You just had like the local artists? You did both. We traveled, we had both. Cause I always is like this, man. If I come to someone's city, Mm. I'm not going to just come to someone's city and just have my artist. I want somebody from the uh, from the city as well too, locally, the welcome city and all that represent and, you know, be respectful. So sure. that's what we did in every single city that we uh, that we went to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in 2005, I'm 15, excuse me. I called that tour the Hip Hop is Green Tour. Mm. So that's really where we got our name from. And it actually goes yeah. back to, um, to the film I was making. Um, when I made the when I was making the film, I um, I don't know how I got an interview with this guy, but um, Van Jones is a uh, CNN correspondent now, but he was really into the green movement at that time and had a whole bunch of organizations. And I interviewed him and here's his, he said, Keith, he said, hip hop is the drumbeat of the whole world. And if hip hop decides to move in a green direction, the world will move in a green direction. That's the quote he gave me. Mm. And I always remembered that quote for some reason. And I really am not the dude to remember quotes, but I remember that one. That one hit you. That one hit you. It hit me. Yeah. But the part that hit me was he said, if hip hop moves in a green direction, the if. And I was like, nah, 
I was like, nah, man, hip hop is green. Like, uh, like, like, like this is a declaration that yeah, I make. No doubt. Like, 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 like for real. So that's why I called it the hip hop is green tour. Word. That's yeah. that's dope, man. Yeah. So that's we dope. we did the, the first ever plant-based hip hop tour in history, man, uh in 2015, man. So shout out to everybody that was on that tour. I mean, like I met um so many dope mcs on that tour man like and that started working with me from then on um you know, right. shout out to uh um Sarok and uh soul messiah um, i'm a beast. fan man i'm a fan their music <laughs> is so dope man i mean yeah man, we've been like working since then and we've been all around the country um mm -hmm. doing things uh with uh Sarok and soul messiah and you know, um, interesting enough, when I was doing the Atlanta um, hip hop green dinner there, um, and I think we had like 900, maybe a thousand people at that one is at a organic farm outside all that nice. it, was, it was great, man. Um, and I was trying to get some food from Whole Foods. And mm -hmm. I went to Whole Foods there and they donated like a big case of um watermelon they donated some corn and just stuff that you can eat out on a picnic setting right nice. yeah, yeah, yeah and i was walking around and i was like i know that's not salt rock right there <laughs> i was like salt rock she's like yeah what's up and i'm like uh and then you know i explained to her what was going on she actually right. worked there she worked there okay. in the uh the vegetable department like nice. she's a crazy vegan and she knows her stuff right you know? right right and, for so sure. that's where I met her. She was working at Whole Foods. Nice. So uh, so what yeah. year was that? That was that was a little while ago. That was 2015. Yeah, that was oh, okay. 2015. Because, okay. you know, the, she ended up coming on a couple dates with us after the Atlanta tour. She um She's from Washington, D.C. Yeah. So yeah. We, we were in D.C. I made sure I contacted her and Soul Messiah and got them to the D.C. Uh, green dinner that we did. And... Now I've done events everywhere, um, but I will say that DC Green Dinner was among the best green dinners that we ever did um, mm -hmm. because of, you know, all the people that came out and really represented in DC. Um, okay. First of all, the event was right across the street from a park where they were shooting dope and selling dope and all of that stuff. It was right in the hood. Wow. The hoodie hood hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, they were selling dope in front of the door of our recreational facility. You know what I mean? So, you know me with my background, I'm coming in there. I'm peeping out everything, what's going on. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be crazy right here. Um, and then I think we had came from an organic. Yeah. All of us that was performing, we were invited to come to an organic farm that that day and Man, we were picking uh, all kind of fruit. I had some Asian pears. I mean, this organic farm, man, it was the best thing ever. Can you imagine, like, you got MCs and DJs and all that stuff, and we're walking through an organic farm, man, picking all that stuff and, you know, just crazy. doing it. Yeah, so I got, the, I got the bucket of Asian pears I'm, I'm carrying, oh. you know, and I'm like, you know what? I was like, F it, man. I'm going to go over here and talk to these dudes. So I went over there in the park. Uh -huh. I was like, hey, you know, we're doing an event here, serving the kids. We're bringing health and wellness to the community. Here's some Asian pears. Put some electrolytes in your system, bro. You know what I'm saying? And right. they was asking me questions and all that stuff and when the event was and all that, you know. I was like, you know, 
it's all good. Like, like I said, man, when I go wherever, I always want to be respectful to the people that are there. I don't care who it is, you know, if I'm in the hood or whatever. And I'm really trying to do the hip hop green dinners in the hood. That's yeah, where no, the most. It's man. for our people. That's what we want. That's the, that's who we want to reach. Like I'm not scared of going in any hood, nowhere. No doubt. I don't care, man. Like mm. you know, let's do it. So, um, three days later, you know, bad day, storming, all that stuff, and it's on a Friday. So I'm like, man, like I know what's going on on Friday. I got to get, you know, when I was back out doing my dirt, you know, Friday's the night where you got to get your packages off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time to go. Like, so I'm like, okay, that's not even going to look right with the people there trying to, you know, coming into the event, all that stuff. So anyway, I showed up, man. And um, I'm noticing like my spidey senses is going off and I'm like, man, what, like, where's all the people that was in the park, like selling all the stuff, man. And right. um, I don't see no paraphernalia on the streets or anything. It's like clean. Mm. When I walk in the facility and I don't see nobody around there doing their thing. And the dude that's helping me set it up, uh -huh. uh, I seen him in there. And then I seen a whole bunch of kids in the corner waiting for the event to start. And I'm like, Hey bro, what's, what's going on, man? Like, like, where's all the people, you know, what's, what's happening. He's like, Keith, man. I ain't never seen this before. The the dope dope guys, that's their kids over there in the corner. They sent their kids to your event, cleaned up the park and the streets, and left. Wow, that's dope, man. That's how we that's started. Amazing. That's how we started the Green Dinner, man, in, in Washington, D.C. And when I tell you it was on and popping, man, we had the Nation that's of dope. Islam. Nation of Islam came there. They said, Keith, man, we just want to support what you're doing, man. And all those brothers was there. All the different black chefs and people that were into health and wellness in the D.C. area, whether they were writing books or they were doctors, the D.C. dentist, he's a vegan. He came there. Um, Dick Gregory's daughter. Wow. Um, shout out to uh, Ayana. She was there. Um, she helped. Uh, 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 she actually helped with the kids and stuff like that and did some singing and performing and all that stuff. I didn't know she could sing and rap. She was on I didn't it. No, you're just telling me now. Gregory's <laughs> <laughs> daughter could throw down. Shout out to Ayanna Gregory, man. Okay. Yeah. So, man. yeah. So we formed a relationship there um, and it was just great. And, you know, and, um, and Saw Rock came and funny thing is um, there was a big giant kitchen mm. and it was really perfect for doing like an intimate, performance you know how they're doing performances now on a podcast where they're got a table or something like that and then yeah 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 man well this was out of the kitchen so we did the performance right there with sarah in nice. the kitchen i think there's some photos on our website of her just doing her thing right there in her hometown man and and and, and tearing it up Nice. Because I didn't know how much of a beast she was, man, until she came in no, her beast, thing man. there in, in DC. So you know what I mean? So and and she shares her story and talks about why she's vegan and how mm. it's helped her and when she started in her path and all of that stuff. So it's good for young people to really see that side of hip hop as no opposed doubt. to the other side uh, that we're talking about in the rap industry. So no that's doubt. one of the things that we want to do to break down those stereotypes and open up different uh, avenues to mm -hmm. health and wellness. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. man, yeah, man. That's dope, man. Much respect to you, Keith, man, because what you're doing is important, man. And um, I've, I, I've been feeling it, man, since I, ever since I heard about the movement, man, I've been following, checking it out because, you know, m me, you know, my, my vegan journey, 
started in uh 2016 mm. but but before that you know my my brothers you know they when my brothers are older you know what i mean so when i was younger um my brothers they they were living in new york city and they became rastas you know what i'm saying so so the the whole vegetarian thing was already resonating inside my conscious and everything and then when i was in high school i did the same as you i started first i stopped eating pork you know what i mean because i was influenced through you know malcolm and then you know as as an athlete as a ball player i felt better man so then i was like i'm gonna stop eating red meat so i stopped eating red meat and I, my performances was you know benefiting from that and i was like yo i'm feeling better i'm feeling good so and 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 you know i educated myself i was like man let, let me try this thing and uh when i went full-blown um, you know, also through hip hop education, because, you know, if you read, for example, you know what I mean? If you read, for example, the gospel of hip hop by KRS, there's a little section there. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to hold on. Let me get into this real quick. Yeah, let's do it, man. R real quick, man. The gospel of hip hop, you know what I mean? By <laughs> KRS. Okay. So if you open the book, if you got the book, you open the book to two, page 215, right? That's the health section, right? So this is, Third principle, right? For those of you who don't know. So this is nothing new. You know what I'm saying? This is nothing new. Third principle. The temple of hip hop advises all members to lessen their intake and eventually abstain from eating from eating of animal, animals and animal products. This includes milk, cheese, butter, lard, eggs, and other animal products. There is simply too much evidence that points to the destructive results of continuously eating animals and their products. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So, That's it. so, you know, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. And then when, when I started learning about the environment capacity, everything that's happening with the environment, you know, and the eco side that we're living today, it, it was just too, uh, like, there was, it's just obvious to me today. But I still, I still don't understand how people don't, you know, get the thing. But yeah, you know what? I forgot to mention, shout out to Karis One again. Um, mm -hmm. We had a conversation about um, his song Beef that he did in, in 1990, right? We had a, a long conversation because I was, you know, producing the radio show about hip hops and veganism and all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. um, he was telling me how he was influenced by Elijah Muhammad's How to Eat to Live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's where he was. And, and then the Rastas as well that you were mm -hmm. talking about because he was in the South Bronx and all of that stuff. And I had known about Rastas and the ITAL uh, lifestyle as well myself, mm -hmm. you know. And so um, that was a big influence on me as well, too, um, with uh, KRS, um, Deb Prez, and... Yeah. Uh, and public enemy, um, and of course, uh, the Wu Tang Clan and uh, yeah, the RZA, yeah, yeah. RZA, yeah. Um, no I doubt, think me, yeah, me too, man, and 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 um, for sure, Dead Prez, huge influence to me as a hip hop artist and be know, healthy as, as a plant, <laughs> yeah, man, what? Be healthy and just yeah. uh, everything, man, from from the hip hop, the video, man, all the martial arts, you know, the working out, the everything that they brought all that together, but. Yeah. See, for 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 PE man, I didn't know. I I mean, I knew I know Professor Griff now because I still I look at some of his content. I know Professor Griff is full blown, but but I didn't yeah. know like it was a thing for PE like that, especially back in the day. But that's yeah, interesting, that, man. it was interesting to me too, man. Um, yeah, man. So um, all of those influences, and and I want to also shout out people to one person, man, that people really don't know because she passed away. Mm. But R.I.P. and shout out to Lisa Left Eye Lopez. 
Yeah, no doubt. With with with, uh, with Dr. Sabi. Matter of fact, she was uh, with Dr. Sabi. And her, yeah. And to me, she's like the mother of this mm-hmm. whole. She was the wow. first person to really embrace it in a serious way, no, even no. before Erica Badu and all of those other people. Before, I think, wow, because I know Badu also been in it for a minute. But she's been on it for a minute, man. But um, yeah, man, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, man. Um, you know, she was amazing, and she was way forward thinking before anybody, man. So shout out to her on yeah, that. Yeah, rest in power, man, for sure. Yeah, rest in power. So listen, my brother. Yeah. Let's get I want to get into the the 10th element. The 10th yeah. element cuz this is this is amazing, man, but before you get into it, let me give you my little story, man. So Okay. So I learned I learned about it, you know what I mean? And I was like, "Oh, man, this is too dope." Like, you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm Afro-Cuban. So I was in Cuba, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm a hip-hop artist, I'm a ball player, but you know, in Cuba the hip-hop community is kind of small, so we all know each other. You know what I'm saying? We all know each other. We're all pretty close. Um, and, um, especially those of us who are into, you know, uh, anti-racism, pro-blackness, all of that. So, you know, with my brother, Alexei from the legendary Cuban hip hop group, Obsession, mm. um, him and his wife, they started, a uh, like a little organization, like independent that's called Regla Soul. You know, his neighborhood is called Regla. So shout out to them. So, and, and my wife and I, we started working with them and it was all about, you know, uh, plant ba- plant based healing for for, for 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 Afro for for Afro Cubans and people of African descent. That's the main the main thing. It's just like you know, uh, plant healing. You know, growing food like like you know, just healing in general. You know what I'm saying? So, with the tenth element, we were like, "Yo, we got to speak about this, man. We got to speak about this. We got to bring it to the people because." We knew that, you know, sometimes veganism or, you know, it's not it's not very popular. But like you said, like we we make it hip hop, you know, what I'm saying and now the people might listen a little more, you know, what I'm saying so. So we we put together an event and we're like, we're going to introduce the 10th element here in Havana, man. You know, what I'm saying. Mm, so yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's- no doubt. So, so we wow. did that, man. And, you know, I spoke a little bit about it. I had to I translated, you know, uh, mm-hmm. everything that you that you, you know, came up with. I of course gave gave credit to Hip Hop is Green and you and you know and and I translated everything and I was like listen man this is this is happening so so you know I translated everything we did it in Spanish and then you know we performed and uh, it was a few hip hop artists there and it was dope man but his his crib right. is like a little rooftop in Havana so it was like real nice man so we had a nice event so just wanted to let you know that man so oh, oh. respect we did that in we did that in 2019 man. 2019. Oh, gosh. Amazing. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I, I, I'm, I feel so wonderful, man, just knowing that you did that and something that I did touched other people and helped other people with whatever, you know, they're doing in other places, man. Um, mm-hmm. That just makes me feel wonderful. I'm okay. here, like, my spirit is really here to serve people. That's what I'm here for, man. I got another chance in life and wow. I'm to use it to serve people so that's beautiful man listen that's what vital hoops is about man so we're glad yeah. to have you here yeah but man listen like i said um yeah i feel like it was a it was the perfect match because you know like i said we, we read it in the book like we see the artists we see that you know it has to it had to be it is part of the culture you know what i mean it is part of culture but to make it official man please tell me about it how did you yeah. come up with the whole thing and how did it happen yeah so um you know through my studies of the hip hop declaration of peace 
is actually where it 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 really the idea really came to me. Um, the first principle really lays out uh, the different elements in hip hop culture, right? And it also says that if future and other elements of hip hop culture, that was the uh, line that it said in the, in there, right? <laughs> yeah, and, no doubt. Yeah, it did. Because like, yeah, we have to ahead. evolve. We have to evolve. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, future elements. Hmm, that's interesting. You know what I mean? And like. I'm doing these hip hop green dinners. I'm I'm out there, you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking to all the people and I'm like trying to figure out how I can move it forward mm. and keep innovating. I love to do things that no one else has done before. That's just what I love to do. So I'm like, man, we've innovated here really good, but how can we take it further? And then the idea came to me, man, like we need a new element and hip hop culture, we just need a new element, and that element should be health and wellness. Period. Oh. That yeah. was the idea, and um, that was in two thousand and um, fifteen, right, mm -hmm. right around the same time we were doing the um, tour, and um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be very respectful to the elders and the legends and the pioneers of hip hop, and I'm gonna write an open letter to hip hop. That's what I did. I wrote an open letter to hip hop saying yep. why we need the 10th element, what it is, all that stuff. And I want your permission mm. and guidance and help to, to make this thing happen. And I sent it to uh, as many legends and pioneers that I could. Dope. And um, they sent me back. Best idea I ever heard. This is needed more than anything. Yes, we need help to win this. What do you need? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got back. Mm. So then I was like, okay, so uh, I the 10th element needs its own proclamation. It needs its own hip hop declaration of peace on its own. You know what I mean? Because I felt like, like to me, and I still feel like health and wellness is one of the most important elements in the culture, because if you don't have health and wellness, you can't be an MC. You can't play basketball. You no can't, you, know, you can't do anything without health and wellness. You know what I mean? So exactly. I was like, man, this deserves its own situation, you yeah. know, just on itself. And like style, like style's piece. My, my bad. I don't mean to cut you. Go your ahead, wisdom, no, go ahead. Like right style, like style's piece. He said, I can enjoy $20 healthy better than you could enjoy 20,000 unhealthy. Thank so you. You gotta be healthy, man. Shout but, out to those. No Shout doubt. Out to Cause he, you know, he's part of, uh, uh, of what we do too. Right. Yeah. So yeah I know. I know. On several, uh, you know, events with us. So he even came to Seattle to perform here too, yeah. but I gave him an award on the day that we did the proclamation. I gave him a community service award. And when he came out on the stage, the first thing he said is Keith, man, this is dope. He's like, but the 10th element should be the number one element in hip hop culture. It's the most important element in the culture because if you don't have health, you don't have nothing else. <laughs> so Word. that's what rocking in there, man. So I'm like, yeah, that's real. For real, for real. Yeah, no doubt. So man. yeah, so I sent the letter out there, man. And then I'm like, okay, I wrote the proclamation, had that. And then I'm like, okay, so we need to actually like make this official. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and, and, and has there been a gathering with all the different players and people that are a part of this new movement 
right? So I call this movement the green age of hip hop. We've had different ages of hip hop, you know, the the yeah. birth of hip hop, the golden age of hip hop, all these different ages, you know, and the gangster age, you know, <laughs> and and now, you know, we uh, I call it the green age. So I was like, we need to have people gather together and support this document. And, and we had we need to have a signature ceremony where they sign the document into existence and. Um, I picked uh, New York because that's the birthplace, obviously, okay. of hip hop culture. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and I didn't want to do it in the South Bronx because the South Bronx has its own legendary stuff attached to it, right? Mm. Um, I wanted to do it somewhere um, where it really had significance to uh, our history, uh, our future. Um, and I chose the Schomburg Library for that. And they have a big auditorium in there. And the Schomburg is like a legendary place where people go to get knowledge. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So we did it there on April 21st, 2016, which actually is the day before Earth Day. Mm. So I wanted to make sure that it's right around that same time, right? Mm -hmm. So every Earth Day, you know, the day before is is the 10th element day, right? Yeah, yeah. Or hip hoppers. So we did it there. Um, a lot of people showed up. We got all the footage and stuff like that. I'll release that uh, probably in a movie or something. But we have all of that footage of people there signing the document. We and and we and for the first time, we showed the ten elements of hip hop. So we had people participating in every single element on the stage. And shout out to my dude Easy AD of the Cold Crush Brothers. Shout out to you, brother man. I appreciate you. Um, he was the person who really set the stuff up for us in in New York and got legends and pioneers. DJ Tony Tone, the Cold Crush Brothers, was our DJ that day too. So shout Dope. out to Tone. Uh, and I knew Tony Tone from the Keith Tucker show because he came on my show a few times too. So it was all it was all love. It's all good. Um, you know, people from uh, um, everywhere were there. Man, we had the bartenders there. They got their whole movement that they were doing. So shout out to um, Giant, to yeah, Giant. Giant, yeah, 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 no doubt. You know it. We gave no Giant doubt. an award too, course, so man. he got an award. And just bringing it on home to the basketball world. John Sally got an award yes, there, four-time NBA champion. Yeah, uh, John Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Sally, man, it's amazing. Was there, man, and he's part of this whole thing. Um, I remember the day I met him, and 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 really how I got him on board because he wasn't really like fully bought in to what I was trying to do. This was early, okay. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah, wasn't really yeah. bought in. So we were sitting there talking. He was suspicious. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was suspicious. <laughs> And he's from he's from Brooklyn, man. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell him something about you right now, John. John <laughs> is a baller, right? And John's an MC. And his MC name was MC Juicy J. Juicy J, what's up? <laughs> Shout out to MC Juicy J. Word. Okay, okay. But uh, so anyway, man, he's suspicious and stuff. And I said, man, listen, man. I'm gonna tell you like this, man. You you you've seen all kind of people that had determination in the NBA and that was serious about what they do, mm -hmm. right? I said, man, look into my eyes right now. You think I'm gonna I'm playing with this? Mm -hmm. I'm really gonna make this stuff happen, bro. Mm -hmm. You looked in the eyes of all kind of winners. I'm a winner, and it's gonna happen. Period. And he was like, okay. 
He called me back about two days later. He said, man, Keith, I looked into your eyes and I was like, yep, I think you're going, that dude's going to make it happen. <laughs> sure. So that's how I got John on, on that's board. Dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. So it was crazy. The Again, like the energy of the hip hop green dinners uh, is its own thing, right? So, But mm. the energy of the 10th element is another thing. That's yeah. like on a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and here's what how the world just kind of lets just lets you know you're moving in the right direction, man. Um, I had been focusing on manifesting things for years, mm. and I was like, man, one of my um great heroes before hip hop was Prince. Mm. Prince was one one of my favorite dudes, man, uh, in 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 the music industry. Love his music, love what he's about, all that stuff. He's a crazy vegan, you know what I mean. And I was like, man, one day I would love to do a hip hop green dinner at Paisley Paisley Park Studios, man. We got to make that happen. That was what was in my mind. So that day, uh, when we're and literally we're we've done the whole show, and now we're about to sign the the proclamation. Uh-huh. stage somebody comes up to me with a crazy look and a, and a phone in their hand and i'm like what's going on and i'm literally on this on stage and she just came on the stage and i'm like what's going on prince just died Stop. oh my god that same day that same right around the same time we were doing the event That's heavy. and i had to make the announcement to everybody in the crowd and you know everybody's mm. like oh, you can you can hear the you know what yeah. i mean like oh yeah like it's crazy and then you when you got one of the most legendary djs in hip-hop on the stage you ain't got to say nothing yeah tony tone put in put on right then when i made the announcement after that and the big <laughs> tony tone just said boom let's go crazy Word. So I'm literally with everyone on the stage. We're signing this proclamation with "Let's Go Crazy" happening in the background. And legendary man, moment. Yeah, 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 man. You can feel the chills going through your spine, man, as you're doing it, and everybody was feeling the same thing. That's a real historic moment to remember, man. No <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, man. So that was that tenth element, um, in you know, event that we did, um. And a lot of people in hip hop represent uh, the 10th element um, all over the world. And I'm gonna tell you, when I created the 10th element, I, I created it with um, with the future of hip hop in mind, right? Okay. Like, what are we going to uh, have, just like Kara said in the, um, in the gospel of hip hop, what's gonna be the cuisine of hip hop moving forward? What does that look like? Why are we doing that? You know what I mean? And what yeah. does it turn? turn what does it turn into what what what's the next thing after plant-based eating like right. what's after that mm. so that was my quest after we did the 10th element of hip-hop i was like you know what i need to have a curriculum yeah developed with this and so um there was a uh we did uh our last event was in Oakland that year uh, because we did another tour in 2016 where we went around the country and we ended up in Oakland. And so um, when we were in Oakland, that was the first time we ever spoke 
about the 10th element to other people outside of New York. This is like a 10th element symposium. Okay. So I got uh stick, I got saw rock and um, I had a shell. So like, like, okay. So a shell created the first ever plant-based hip hop album in history. Mm. And then you got stick over here that created be healthy yeah. and then you got i rock the workout <laughs> you know, and work out one yeah. and two yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and and then to balance it out with the female industry we had stick's wife afia yeah. and she is a natural path and she is on point and she is a a, a a beast herself when it comes to an author and all of that stuff man so that was a really great experience to have them and and i just put on the interview hat okay boom 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 did the whole thing ran that and uh, um one of the youth that was in the audience was a a, a college student and that college student was working on a project with the with their professor um, and turned in a project all about the 10th element to the professor. Wow. And then so the professor contacted me. Hey, man, listen, I heard about the 10th element and I'm a hip hopper, man, uh, like uh, for real. And what you're doing with the 10th element. Anyway, long story short, he put together a whole course on the 10th element at at mills college okay nice yeah man so that's how that happened and then in in really you know to like capstone this 10th element thing man Mm -hmm. um once the pandemic happened man we couldn't do live events no more so the hip-hop green dudes i was like man it's just done for now i don't even know what's going on that turned into me really thinking about the next phase of what we're going to do and Mm -hmm. Growing food has always been a part of me ever since I was a baby. My grandmother was a, a, a farmer and a gardener, and she taught me how to grow food from when I was a baby, man. And we got land here in Seattle, and I converted that land into a farm, and I was teaching kids how to grow food, and then we teach kids how to cook plant-based food the, uh, as well, and I, I really kind of gravitated towards that. So I, I took my farm and tore it all the way down to the ground. Mm. and came up with a whole new way to revolutionize what we're doing. So we're going to be growing food hydroponically on our land. It's called Cherry Street Farm. So that's what the farm is called. We've got a hydroponic lab. We grow two and a half acres of food on the lab. We teach kids science, technology, engineering, and math. We also have a kitchen we're building where we're going to be teaching them how to cook in the kitchen. But we also have the curriculum that's that's tied to it. And that's the Youth Excellence Program. We teach them everything about climate change. That's where I've pivoted to now, right? The next thing past plant-based eating is climate change. And so I have a whole curriculum developed to teach young people about climate change because who's teaching the next generation about sustainability and environmentalism and all of that stuff? We got to teach the next generation so that when they get older and and they're running things – they're going to have sustainability a part of their principles and a part of what they do. And so I I partnered with universities, scientists, geologists, environmentalists, the Washington State Parks Department. We're planting 10,000 trees next year, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we got all kinds of stuff we're doing with this program. So really, 
and when you read the proclamation, you'll read into there, it talks about the planet. It talks yeah. about environmentalism and oh, climate change and all that in the 10th element proclamation. So that's what we're doing now. That's what we are now. Man, much respect, my brother. Listen, that's that's it's what you're saying is real, man. I feel like it doesn't matter what your cause is, man. If you call yourself uh, you know, an activist or an organizer, you need to be looking towards climate change, man. No matter who, no matter what you're working on, because you know, without a planet. We're not even here, you know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? This should be everybody's priority right now. You know what I'm saying? It should be in all movements, you know what I'm saying? So, you. It's like, like the people need to know, man, really, here's, here's some of the details. Hmm. Right now, every system that controls life on planet Earth is in decline, massive decline. So we're talking about soil, water, plants, animals, air mm. the polar ice caps everything is in serious decline mm. and what that what that means is you know you got too much carbon in the atmosphere we got carbon in the atmosphere from digging up all the fossil fuels that are there we got carbon in the atmosphere from growing animals and the factory farm system that people don't know about right mm. and so right now if you look it up um there's a it's called the bloomberg clock and the bloomberg clock clock tracks the carbon in the atmosphere i think it was like 427 parts per million the last time i checked once it reached 450 parts per million that's the the the, the line where they say that we can never go back from so we're just gonna have to live with whatever uh happens to the earth from then and i mean 450 is really close to 427 so we're literally on the verge of right. that right now so you we I mean, you're talking about like what happens when 70 percent of the big fish in the sea are gone already 70 percent mm. mm. one out of three bites of food depends on bees and 40 to 50 percent of the bees are already gone due to pesticides and stuff that we're spraying on all of the the, the crops and then we're doing monocrops and then we're doing genetically altered seeds. And I mean, it goes on and on, man, of yes. what kind of stuff is happening to the planet that people don't know. We just take nature for granted. Like, hey, man, it's just nature is here. Wow. Or I don't even think about nature because I don't even go out in nature because I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? But Listen. I take kids out to the na to nature. You know what I mean? And and. Yeah. I showed them how to grow food. I showed them what to put into their bodies. I, you know, all yeah. that stuff is is what, and what we're doing is we're taking our youth excellence program and we're doing it all around the country mm -hmm. in different cities all around the country. We will have a Cherry Street Farm and a youth excellence program in cities all around the country teaching mm -hmm. the 10th element of hip hop curriculum. Man, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's a yeah, beautiful thing, man. Listen, that, um, the nature aspect, man, we need, I, I always say, you know, we need to get back to a more Afrocentric way of thinking, you know, and, you know, our, our ancestors understood that nature is part of us. It's just part of us. Like today we have separated from it and we think that nature is one thing and we're another thing. No, we're nature. We're part of nature, man. You know what I'm saying? We're not buildings. We're not machines. Even though we grow in cities, we're still, we're natural. We're nature. So, you know what I'm saying? It's important for us to, to understand, to overstand that, man. And the work that you're doing, man, is extremely key, man. So, I appreciate you for it, man. Thank you. And, and I appreciate your time, man. Listen, we could I know we could rap forever, man, but I'd yeah. love to have you back on, man. I'd love to have you back on 
And I want to say one last thing too, no man. No doubt, no doubt. I want to invite everybody uh, uh, that's listening, uh, especially I want to invite you um, mm-hmm. and your people um, in uh, um, in next year in 2023 mm-hmm. is going to be the 7th anniversary of the 10th element of hip hop on mm-hmm. April 21st. Okay. We're going to be back at the Schomburg with a second signature ceremony for people that have that didn't make it to the first one and you know the whole movement has grown immensely since then right so we want to hold a second signature ceremony for everyone to come out and sign the document and this document is going to go into a museum somewhere forever so um, i'm just letting you know it's going to be it's going to be on and next year is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop as well too so listen man come through it's an honor, my brother. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And like I said, we're going to have you back on, man, hopefully a little closer yeah. to that and, and speak on that a little bit. And yeah. you know what I mean? We'll do that, man, for sure. Thank you for your work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. Thank you for holding that event that you did in 2019. Thank and you, man. It was I really appreciate it, man. It was amazing. Hopefully one day we, we, we all do it again with you, with you in Havana, man. Yeah, man, I would love to do that. That, that, would, that would be amazing. We, yeah, sure. we're gonna keep keep spreading the the good word, man, and and you know, power to to our people, man. You know, what I'm saying through through everything, through health and wellness, and uh, listen, uh, hip hop is green, man. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate dot com and on uh, you know on all of the uh, you know social media. Just look up hip hop is green. We're there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to have it all down in the description. So make sure you check it out and then you get to the website and then you get yourself some merch. You know what I mean? I see, look at the hoodie over there. So yeah, for those of you watching, for those of you who are listening, you might want to check it out on the YouTube and and go get you some merch. But definitely, man, I'm going to have all the info uh, down there so everybody can follow, man. Thank you, Keith. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Peace, peace. Peace. Yes. Give thanks to the brother Keith Tucker for an amazing show. Vital Hoops Podcast episode number 20 is in the books. And, um, you know, there's one little thing I want to touch on before I do my book recommendation. Um, Brittany Griner is free from prison. She's back in the United States. You know what I mean? For those of you who still don't know, Brittany Griner, who's a professional WNBA player um, who also plays in Russia, she was arrested with a hash pen uh, at customs. And so she went to jail for that. She went to jail for that. And um, it's horrible that she went to jail for that. But um, now uh, she's back in the United States and the president, Joe Biden, wants to take credit for all that. Of course, once again, it's politics. Uh, he did a prisoner swap and now he wants to... Uh, tell the world that they need to vote for him again and the and the Democratic Party. Um, listen, uh, I think it's dope that Brittany Griner can go back home, you know, to her home with her family. I think it's really dope. So shout out to Brittany Griner. She should have never been in prison for that. Um, I also think that instead of bigging up Joe Biden, which we shouldn't do, <clears throat> we need to speak about all the all the prisoners that are still in prison you know, for, for weed, you know what I'm saying? For marijuana, <laughs> which is a lot of people who are unjustly behind bars for marijuana. So let's, let's raise that awareness. And also, of course, let's raise the awareness of, you know, 
political prisoners who should be freed as well. Mumia Abu Jamal. You know what I mean? So free them all, free all political prisoners. And that's that. I want to make sure I touch on that. That's my position as far as the Britney Griner thing. Uh, for my book recommendation, I have this wonderful little book, Eat Plants, Lift Iron, Plant-Based Weightlifting Experiment by Stick of Dead Prez. So this is it for those of you watching. Um, I've had it for a little while. I read it a couple of times. It's dope because it's... Um, sticks experience you know uh, trying to gain weight which he did on a fully plant-based diet um while running as well because he's a runner he enjoys running so he didn't want to stop running so you know it's dope he gained the weight um he he had um so on, in the book you could see the workout he was doing the workouts he was doing um his wife afia who's a nutritionist as well she was giving out the recipes and you can check them out in the book so uh, at least everything that he was eating, you know what I mean? So it's pretty dope. It's a dope little book. If you're interested, you should definitely check it out. Eat Plants, Lift Iron. And, you know, it goes with the whole, you know, the whole theme of the day, which is the 10th element of hip hop. We have spoken about it before here on the Vada Hoops podcast. But today we had the man himself, Keith Tucker, who initiated the whole thing uh, to make it official. You know what I mean? So shout out, much respect to Keith Tucker and to all the real hip hoppers out there. Uh, once again, Please make sure you support us. We are a people's podcast. You know what I'm saying? And thus we do it for the culture. Make sure you follow us uh, on social media at Vital Hoops Podcast on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Vital Hoops, and Twitter at Vital Hoops Pod. Make sure you give us five stars, give us a review. Please uh, share the share the podcast links. You know what I'm saying? Tell your friends, tell your enemies, make it happen. And you know what I mean? Um, that's it. Thank you. Especially if you're supporting, you're listening, and if you're spreading the word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vital Hoops is for the culture. Peace. <laughs>